Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. You might remember a few months ago our story that we reported on of at least a dozen people, Americans and others, in the Cuban embassy out there, our embassy in Cuba, coming down with some strange illness. They were sick, and we think it's because of electronic harassment. That's one of the things we're going to talk about tonight with Roger Tulsis. Roger, of course, a Los Angeles-based private investigator, specializes in electronic countermeasures in the past 30 years. He has swept more than 2,500 locations for bugs and wiretaps. He has helped victims of electronic harassment and mind control through the use of more than $200,000 of high-tech equipment that helps him identify the sources as well. His website linked up for you at coasttocoastam.com. Roger, what a bizarre story out of Cuba, isn't it? Yeah, hey, George, always great to surf the electronic waves <laughs> with you. You too, my friend. <laughs> what did they do, and who did it? Well, we're going to go over that here, because uh, I've got all the reports that were able to be released, because they were trying to keep it as, as hush-hush as possible. But one thing I wanted to mention in front here is, do you realize that the first time I came on Coast to Coast and talked about electronic harassment was June 12 of 2003. That was 14 years ago. And you're still going strong, my friend. Well, that's not the point. The point is, over that 14 years, we didn't hear anything about electronic harassment, electronic weapons, nothing until last September when this attack happened on the the, uh, embassy. And all of a sudden, every major outlet uh, I'm going to be reading from the AP, the AP sure. and the uh, Washington Post, and you know, quoting you know the information that that they released. But the point being is that can you imagine that coast to coast was 14 years <laughs> ahead of information about covert activity, electronic harassment, uh, mind control weapon systems before the main uh, the main stream press ever mentioned it. Well, thanks to you, my friend. You brought us the story. Yeah, but I just, this is—I'm just not the only one. With you leading things at you know far ahead relating to information, and sometimes we're you're you're 14 years ahead of everybody else. Anyway, getting back to this situation here, uh, let's look at some of the information that came out relating to the story. First of all, Rex Tillerson, Secretary of State, he calls it health attacks. So they don't even go forward and call it electronic harassment, which is, of course, what I named it back in 1972, which in general, all over the Internet, is what people call anytime anybody gets attacked with any kind of electronic weapon. So they call it health attacks. Then they said those officials that spoke on condition of anonymity because they weren't authorized to publicly discuss the investigation. So you can see they were trying to keep this as hush-hush as possible. The other thing that's so significant about it, it says the biggest mystery is why the symptoms, sound, and sensations vary so, dramatic, vary so dramatically from person to person. They had 21 medically confirmed individuals that complained of things like hearing loss, concussions, nausea, headaches, Jeez. hearing. They felt vibrations. There was audible sounds in certain part of the rooms. So the really interesting part of this stuff, and uh, we'd have to bring your listeners up to speed, is on one of the past couple of shows, I talked to you about the latest technology that the government was developing called bio-coded directed energy. And what bio-coded directed energy is, is they 
will get a sample of an individual's DNA. And then they take it to the supercomputers. You know, they, the NSA has supercomputers now that they put in Bluffdale in Utah. One million square feet of supercomputers. So it's processing everything. All the phone calls, all, the, uh, all your browsing, all cell, your text. Cell messages. calls, everything's going Everything on. just goes into, into these monster hard drives. And that, that way they can go back at any point and, uh, and, and ask the intelligence of these machines to come up with diagrams of people that communicated or the actual dialogues. It's, you know, it's amazing. So anyway, this technology, bio-coded directed energy, all they have to do is go to your garbage that you put on, uh, out on the street, whatever your garbage day is, and take that garbage, and in that garbage they will get your DNA. Once they have your DNA... They can biocode the DNA so that uh, it's it's integrated into a algorithm, and then this algorithm can be transmitted from cell towers. It can be transmitted from aircraft. It can be transmitted from satellites, just like a cell phone, in the sense that when the code proper code comes through the, through the, the the network, and your cell phone, as an example, sees that code, it comes alive transmits back to the cell tower, I'm over here, and then the cell tower puts the call through. Not that different a technology, buddy. Instead of of calling a phone instrument, you're actually calling the bioresonance of an individual. Of the person. My gosh. And this is what ties in quite a bit with this uh, multi-wave oscillator, the show that was two weeks ago on on the weekend. You Mm -hmm. you had some people on there were talking about using a multi-wave oscillator for healing and the technology is not that different in the sense that you're talking about bioresonance for that thing to also energize and heal people so if we have some time left over you might want to talk about well roger were these attacks based on trying to hurt the people inside i mean what did they want to accomplish okay well first of all i think that the uh the military industrial complex does not want peace to be formed between the United States and Cuba. It's, first of all, it's never in their interest to be at peace with anybody because they always are worried about funding. Right. You know, the, we don't even know the full extent of the amount of money that's spent on the military complex. It's all top secret. Exactly. A lot of it's top secret. So you're never going to see conflicts get resolved. I mean, you can see Obama attempted to do that with Cuba, but you can see everything's been reversed since Trump's been in. So I really think that the military-industrial complex really doesn't want to have any kind of peace relating to Cuba, especially in the status that it's in, you know, still as being somewhat of a, a communist satellite. So that's the first part of it. So they had to, they had to do something instead of, you know, uh, you can see the difficulty that Trump's having uh, turning around things that Obama has done, mm-hmm. so for him to you know for them to reverse the uh, the opening that Obama did, they had to they had to they had to sabotage something. So so your your theory is is that the military industrial complex they are the ones responsible for this. This is not the Cubans or the Russians. No, I don't think so. I really think that we've got what we've got here is they was, they had no way of of decoupling. Obama's uh, opening of uh, Cuba, and they and they really the military doesn't want that. 
you know, the, you're never going to find the military complex is ever going to de-escalate anything, especially what's coming up with uh, North Korea. That's going to be a big one. We'll, we'll talk about that tonight, too. What, you know what I think is, is happening? If they could get a DNA sample of this leader of North Korea and they could unleash this, these particular bio... Uh, transmission weapons on him. Do it on him. Yeah. We would see. We would see. He would see him fall into into such bad health instantly that he'd be able to. Fun- he wouldn't be able to function. And I'm sure there are people within North Korea who would love to work things out with us. I'm sure. I'm sure because nobody's nobody's going to win any kind of conflict over there, especially since the you know the proximity of South Korea is so close that. Uh, there's no way you're going to be able to just go in there and blow things up and and you know the whole and of course you know going back to what was the reason that non-lethal weapons and mind control weapons like this these were are being developed is that they don't want to blow countries up anymore because when you blow a country up like we did with Iraq That's you got to go in there with billions you got to fix it and yet you got to rebuild the roads you got to rebuild the whole in- infrastructure. And so what they decided, what they wanted to do on these things is to, is to get weapon systems that will defeat people from even being able to make war relating to mind control and, uh, and, and just causing them to be in a brain fog and un, unable to fight. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.